We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Finally here. And I've got news for you. The aggravation is probably going to last a few days as the mafia-run states are going to do their best to steal the election. Because they have to. There's a lot at stake. Now, here's the reality of things. The betting parlors around the world have the Republicans with an 82% chance of winning. Winning control of the Senate. Winning control of Congress. My only question is... Will the powers that be have any kind of validation, any kind of truth to how America really votes? And you look at who's in charge. The Department of Justice and Kwame Raoul. Which one is a bigger joke to secure an, an, an election of integrity? Which one is a bigger fraud? Because the reality is they're the same Democrats. The same mafiosa Democrats. And they stand at the chance of losing their complete fascistic control of everything. Because that's where we are. This government doesn't represent any kind of republic. There are no checks and balances. This is a rubber stamp of absolute and total fascism to the vast majority of people are wallowing in failure. In fact, who exactly is thriving under the Biden regime? Who exactly is thriving? And it's the worst, the worst aspects of our society are thriving. And the guarantee of what Joe Biden represents in the future was so at risk that they had to bring out one of my favorite swindlers. Yes, they did. And he's got the old fears and the old socialism and the old spin. Because once again, they have to leave off the truth of exactly how this bureaucracy truly works. Some of your parents are on Social Security. Some of your grandparents are on Social Security. You know why they have Social Security? Because they worked for it. Interesting. Interesting. He leaves off all of the scandal in Social Security, all of the illegal aliens obtaining benefits, all of the bastardization of disability. You know, you get it if you're fat. If you're too fat to work, you get it. In fact, it takes $1 trillion to run, to just run the Social Security Administration, let alone the trillions that it's supposedly paying out. How is it paying out? There is no money. It's the greatest example of government failure. And yet, this is the weapon that they choose to beat people over the head to keep the lie in place. And it gets you thinking about what's at stake. You cannot point to one of the Democrat policies, not a one, that works the way it was sold. Not a one that works because it's financially stable. And if you expand it to just how crazy joe biden's foreign policy how nonsensical and how dangerous you wonder how anyone 
how anyone could possibly vote for the Democrats. And then you realize, what does it take to be a Democrat? You have a president with dementia. You got a Senate candidate that cannot articulate a sentence. And that, I, I wish I was being funny. But this is noticed around the world. Here, let's go to Australia, where I enjoy this guy very much. Look at Biden. I mean, the, the man is suffering from dementia. End of freaking story. Everyone can see it. Elephant in the living room. You look at this guy who imposed fascism on Victoria, Australia, Daniel Andrews. Moron. Then you have people like Macron. You have the moron of morons in Canada, Trudeau. There was a woman called Kerry Chant in New South Wales, I think it was, who was uh, their chief medical officer. Chief medical officer, you, you, you wouldn't let her diagnose acne. Moron! Why do they put so many morons in positions of power? Because if they can get you to see, because it's bloody obvious, that a moron is telling you to do something, and you still do it knowing they're moronic, they got your self-respect. He just explained every single Democrat, every single socialist, and their supporters of it. He just explained what we're really running against. You're not running against these fungible frauds who can get caught in any kind of scandal and everybody knows who supports them. They are lying. They are cheating. And they are stealing the money. What are you really fighting today? And what you're fighting, what's at stake, what the election day represents is... Are there more willful slaves and people who want to benefit from corruption than honest people? That's the race. That's what we're doing today. And who's in charge of how we vote? Unfortunately, aren't the honest people. So I know we've got stories. My very own lovely honey bunny has a story of the polling place and all of the scallywags, all of the nonsense going on in Chicago. And that's exactly what's going on in Philadelphia. That's exactly what's going on in Maricopa County. Pick a county run by the mafia and you're all experiencing the same thing. And that is why this election day to a certain extent, and I hope I'm wrong, has a certain kabuki quality to it. I think it's just for entertainment. We all could have it honest voting system, but yet the Democrats among us don't want it. The question is, are there enough people that want to be subjects and slaves to the corrupt Democrat mafia that will sit idly by as they try to steal it? And just to put the, hopefully, keep the public quiet, Barack Obama, the greatest seller of failure and socialism and corruption, is going to scare old people and kind of entice young people to believe there is something called social security when the only social security is an honest government. We don't have one. They worked hard jobs for it. They have chapped hands for it. Wrong. You know what's, what's aggravating about this, Squirrel? The people that come here and never paid into it and yet get on it. The way in which the system has been set up to fraud. The Hundreds of thousands of bureaucrats that reap the rewards of a system of failure. One trillion dollars in administration costs. And the fact that there is no money. None of it. It's all a Ponzi scheme. And here he is selling it as if it has integrity. And after all, isn't that what the Democrat Party does every election? They sell themselves as if their party has any integrity. When the reality is, the problem with America is the political structure the political corruption, 
because that is the only systemic problem this country has. That these scallywags not only aren't in prison, but Barack Obama, who couldn't make a car payment before he was elected, is worth half a billion dollars. Bad long hours and sore backs and bad knees to get that Social Security. Not everybody. Wrong. Not everybody. In fact, it would be interesting if we could ever get a real stat, a real statistic. How many people who are on Social Security ever even worked? Ron Johnson does not understand that. If he understands giving tax breaks for private planes more than he understands making sure that seniors who've worked all their lives are able to retire with dignity and respect. I got another problem. By the way, calm down. Someone will mistake you for a man, Sally. I've got another situation. See, I think the seniors need to understand that the principles of freedom, the principles of self-governance, the principles of a representative republic be in place. And that is what your party has successfully undermined. As you sit up there, you Democrat roaches, and guarantee the backdoor nationalization of everything. And how you can even show your face after what you did to health care shows how many people are morons. To quote my new Australian friend, morons such as yourself have been put into positions to where you still have a certain credibility, which means this nation doesn't. There is no more drilling. I haven't formed any new new drilling. I mean, he has dementia. This guy's 100 percent right. Look at Biden. I mean, the, the man is suffering from dementia. End of frickin' story. Everyone can see it. I agree. And yet he'll get votes just like Fetterman, who can't form a sentence because the Democrat political whores are fungible. What that means, in case there's a CPS student who can't figure out how to change the station, they don't matter individually. It's the party first because you are the new American Soviets. You are the new Communist Party. You are the open and notorious fascistic Marxist scum that continues to somehow get support. No, I... That was before I was president. We're trying to work on that, get that done. If they win, the energy sector of this country will be nationalized. If they win, the America you knew, the America your grandparents fought for, the America people come here for will be over because they have no honesty. They have no integrity. They are truly a mafia. Uh, President Biden made a pledge last night during the New York rally to approve, quote, no more drilling for oil. Uh, but does he see that as being in conflict with his efforts to lower gas prices? So, no, we don't see that in conflict. Yes, you do see it, scumbag. You know what you're doing, which makes you culpable. These aren't the elections, so, ooh, I hope the Democrats win. How in the hell can these people come out and lie to our faces, steal our money, fraud our system, and not go to prison? Instead, they go to seaside estates, all as oceans rise. That's how stupid Americans are. Let's see if they're going to remain stupid or if they're just going to be cheated. I would feel better. That's how I, that's how I, 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 I love living my day now. Because I've known since the election, Joe Biden wasn't really chosen. He stole it. Now, I wonder if there's enough corrupt areas in this country to allow this open and notorious mafia to stay in power because they don't have the support of the people anywhere. What would you say to those voting today who are still undecided, to swing voters particularly? 
You know, I, I would just say, look at what's happened here. I, I've allowed Philadelphia to be run by Democrats for the better part of 50 years, and the crime is through the roof. I have a person who is asking to ascend to the highest level of state government who has done nothing about that crime. That is a problem. I would say that if you're looking for... That is a man of... What do, they, what do the Democrats scum call it when they want to separate human beings? That is a man of color. Women of color. Women of not color. All Americans are suffering under the mafia. Yet they still come out and spew this nonsense. The question is, are enough people buying it or do enough people want to be in on the mafia? That's the only thing lasting for today. When I get back, I'm going to take your calls and uh, we'll tell you a little bit what happened to our own honey bunny, which I'm sure it hell happened to you in the new jury-mandered mafia-run Illinois. 312-642-5600. It's important you stand up for yourself because nobody else is going to do it. Get out and throw them out. Vote. Drag your friends and your family. Vote. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. I think the worst thing to do is watch MS, or, uh, NBC, MSNBC. Although, is it any different? These people, you know, Chuck Todd's wife is a, is a Democrat hack. He was a Democrat hack. Every single one of them put lipstick on a pig that the vast majority of Americans reject. I'm watching the coverage here in Studio Xanadu, and they're talking about good signs for Democrats as women turn out to the polls. Are you kidding me, man? This state is clearly, if not the best, one of the better, and you're hard-pressed to even bump into someone willing to admit they're a scumbag Democrat mafia supporter. <laughs> Tony, it was interesting, though, about the Ron DeSantis voters, that you go from one end of the state to the other. And I know you were looking. You only found, found Charlie Chris supporters at a Charlie Chris rally. It was really that difficult. Yeah, it was really that tough. At one point, I, I stood at a stop sign and flagged down every single car to ask the driver who they were supporting for governor. At another point, I went into a diner that wasn't even on our list. This was meal four of the day. Went to every yeah. table and couldn't find one. That's anecdotal. That's not scientific. Uh, Charlie Chris support. That's with that's honesty. That's without the spin of the Marxist mafia, because people do not want to be slaves. Unless, of course, they're in on some sort of a scam. He's not the person who's thinking about you and knows you and sees you, and he should not be your senator from Wisconsin. Go ahead, Wisconsin. I don't know what we're yelling about. Go ahead, Wisconsin. Vote for the Mafia Democrat Party. I dare you. I'll sell 50% of your residence property in South Florida. Uh, Todd in Barrington. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Todd in Barrington. There you are. Hey, Sean, nice to talk with you again. You too. Hey, just wanted to tell you, I went and voted today. You know, Barrington, uh, 20 years ago, you couldn't find a Democrat around here to, for yeah. the light. And uh, now the scumbags have just infiltrated. So I'm voting today. I'm in my little booth voting, and I hear a guy in the back going, super deep voice, deepest voice probably I've ever heard on a male, going, thank you for voting. Appreciate your vote. Your vote has now been counted. So I go up and bring my ballot in, and what do I see? I see a 65, 7-year-old man dressed up like a woman wearing a white sweater, see-through. You can see the bra he's wearing underneath, and a pair of mom jeans. <laughs> well, that was Pritzker's cousin. <laughs> this is yeah. just crazy. Yeah, welcome to Barrington. they have there. Yeah, I mean, 
used to be nice, and now it's just being infiltrated. And are I you mean, like, certain? You my brother, this was not Jan Schakowsky. Because that could know. easily this be was... that could easily go as a man dressing as a woman with a deep voice. It was the ugliest woman I've ever seen. Ooh, I will say well, that. then it was Doctor Awardy. Thank you very much. Appreciate <laughs> the story. It's a man, baby. That's a man, baby. Go ahead. Go ahead. I really, part of me really wants to see some of these areas that are not sure if they want to look like the sewer of Chicago. Go ahead, Wisconsin. I dare you. I double dog dare you. If you vote, then we will keep this country moving forward. Yeah, because this is what forward looks like. Did you know that? Did you know this is what forward looks like? I bet you didn't. I said from the beginning, my objective, my objective when I ran was to build an economy from the bottom up and the middle out. Not. It's fundamental shift, and it's working from the MAGA Republican proposals. Their trickle-down economics. Why you stuttering. Look at Biden. I mean, the, the man is suffering from dementia. And he, he certainly is. And so is Fetterman. But it doesn't matter when all your politicians get up and lie anyway. Who gives a rip if they're aware of it, you Democrat rats? Bill in Chicago. Sean, me boil. I got to tell you, I enjoy your show. It's hilarious. I laugh so hard. I almost crash every day on the road. Oh, I appreciate that. And, uh, Thank you very much. Allstate will not anyway, be uh, supporting my show. Go ahead. <laughs> anyway, well, that's not my insurance company. But in uh, in Mount Greenwood here, they, uh, up until today, the voting machines were working flawlessly. Suddenly Ooh. today, they're not working. And uh, if they are, uh, they're not reading the ballots because they're forcing you to use a Sharpie that bleeds through. Did one of those and, uh, Mike Madigan apparatchiks that looks like he jumped off a Lucky Charm box, was he there saying, don't worry, put the ballot on the side, we'll count it later, don't worry about it? No, they tell you to put it in the blue box. They oh, blue the box. blue box. box. Yeah. Where we'll they go out and later. burn it and then tell you that they voted Democrat. Exactly, exactly. Just want to let you know what's going on. Thank you, Bill. Let me know if you can get a poll from uh, the cemetery over there in Mount Greenwood. Thank you very much. Damn it, they always go Democrat. Craig, Mount Greenwood. Hey Sean, thanks for taking my call. No so I just came from. Oh yeah, I just came from uh, voting. They handed me. I, I said I want a paper ballot. They handed me uh, the ink marker, the uh, sharpie, and all that stuff. I said no, no. I got my own pen. I said don't those sharp. Isn't there trouble with those sharpies? And the woman says, yeah, some people say there's trouble. I said, well, I'm going to use my black pen. Anyways, so I did that. But um, hey, here's the thing. The same way they got this uh, diaper derelict into office as president. Yeah. With all the cheating, all different kinds of shenanigans and stuff like that. You know, I heard on the radio today, uh, d- during the day, uh, Maricopa, and then I think it was uh, Pennsylvania, all kinds of different shenanigans going on. And the machine's all breaking, and they, they can't count, and they can't do this, and they got to put them in a box. What's the common denominator? Let's have a trivia question, shall we? Let's have a political scumbag trivia question. I think you're going to get it right. What do all of these areas that have all of these malfunctions, what do they have in common? Democrat Mafia running Boom! That's who runs it. Hey, Kwame Raul is watching the polls. Ooh, I feel much better now. Yeah, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Simple. They lie. They cheat. And they steal. And then they tell you it's working, whether it's Obamacare, whether it's Social Security, whether it's the economy from the bottom out and the middle out and the guts on goal. It's all a fracking scam. Let's hear it one more time from this dimwit with dementia. I said from the beginning, my objective, 
My objective when I ran was to build an economy from the bottom up and the middle out. Where's the no drilling come in on it? Where's the no drilling? No more drilling. There is no more drilling. That's the bottom out and the middle up and the top on the ghoul. Get the hell out of here, you lying rat bastards. 312-642-5600. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest of the nation and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Squirrel, I want you to remind me. We're going to dedicate one of the shows coming up. I want to do a whole thing on the fraud, the government swindle, and the extortion racket of Social Security as each one of these Democrat socialist frauds scare the hell out of old people. I want to, I mean, you want to talk about a scam. If you took the money, the, the, whatever it is, and bought anything with it of value, any stock, any interest, anything, if you invested that money or if you had that money and were able to put it towards your home, anything, how much better each and every one would do. But then the government would be cut out of it. And that's what they cannot afford to lose because they like people believing they're helping them in the midst of them hurting them. It's truly a psychosis of these people who vote Democrat. There's something wrong. Nicole and Elgin. Hey, Sean. So uh, I just got back from my mom's house. She's 83, and I can't believe you were talking about this. So I said, yeah, I just got back from voting. She goes, well, why did you even bother? Because you voted the wrong way. I go, oh, my God. I didn't even say anything. I wanted to bite my tongue because she voted Democrat, too, and she's 83, and we get in such fights, I can't even talk to her anymore. You know why? They're married to the John F. Kennedy. It's really an amazing thing. They're married to the John F. Kennedy Democrat. And they think they think that that party exists, and it does. It's the Illinois Republican Party. But the reality is, if your mother at eighty three is in fact supportive of today's today's Democrat Party, yeah. she would have been supportive of of the Third Reich. And the fact that she's living through a time when the government took the lives of her children and grandchildren, in particular these Democrat hellholes, and seized years out of your life. Years. They just basically said, "Not nah, go sit in the corner and we'll tell you when you can live again. And your mother right. supports that? Then she should be speaking German. I mean, that's, that's exactly right. who this party is. But, you know, this is something that, oh, you're being controversial. No, you're being ignorant. You don't understand yep. what fascism looks like. You have the mindset of a slave. Now, now the reasons that she voted Democrat, if they're for Social Security, well, then she voted yep. for her own self-interest. And that's the true face of greed, because what a socialist is, is the most greedy thing in the world, the most greedy human being in the world, because they're not fighting to keep their own money. They're fighting to steal someone else's. They just don't have the courage to do it. See, a socialist is a thief that doesn't have the courage to actually go through the work of robbing somebody. They want someone else to do it. Thank you very much, Nicole. I'm sorry about your situation. (laughs) What about your old man? Oh, Republican. That's all good. That's all that matters. Because your daddy's little girl. Forget about it anyway. Right. Thank you very much. Yeah, they can't even talk. Bye. Favorite name, by the way. Thank you. Shelly Elgin. First, 
I was not going to start with Nicole because she was just on. I was going to start with someone else. Nicole, I feel it. I'm in Elgin. My mother's 90. She is such a freaking Democrat that I'm done. She keeps saying, don't watch Fox News. Mom, I tell you, I don't have cable. I'm not watching Fox News. I have a brain. She calls me the stupidest, smartest person she knows. She's been calling me names for five years. I finally recently hung up, said I'm done with this crap. I feel terrible. She's 90. Yeah. But she, oh, my God, her, her, um, I think, you know, this, this hurts me the most because that's a generation that saw government fascism and knows how many millions fought. Think about all the people no, that were sent was. to fight in just Vietnam. Just Vietnam. What were you there fighting? You're fighting the Democrat Socialists. That's what North Vietnamese, that's what they call themselves. That's what they are. And look at their policies in conjunction with our American Democrats. Same thing. It's worse. She was raised by German Jews. She, oh. uh, you know, her grandparents, etc. So, um... Do you know how many... I can only say that she is very on... She's very on point. She watches constantly political things. She always has. Her coffee table is Michelle and Barack and Trumpy mm. Dumpty and every negative little book about Trump. And who, who ironically I, spent the bulk of his uh, life as a Democrat paying off those very Democrats, which I find laughable. That all the Democrats that hate him are too stupid to figure out the real history. But this is interesting right? because do you realize how, how Hitler and the Third Reich first stoked hatred for the Jews? Because he called them uh, independent capitalists. Yeah. Did you know that? His I, whole thing was he attacked I, them for being business owners and for wanting to keep their own money. It's, it's fascinating how many people do not know that. I studied, I have a master's in accounting and a law degree. I studied international law in the beginning of the 20th century. I mean, international accounting in the beginning of the 20th century. So besides my independent interest, yes, I do know. Before you hang up... I have to back up to the other fellow I wanted to refer to. I went to vote. I live in Cook County, Elgin, Sharpie. I started going through ballot A, and I'm like, this is bleeding through. You flip it over, there's two dots on everything. And they at least um, decided they would spoil my ballot, give me a pen, because they, they had like 20 Sharpies. That's what they were provided to give to people. Um they gave me a pen. They gave me a new ballot A. I redid A. I did B. I personally put them in the machine. I watched her spoil my ballot and put it in an envelope specifically for spoiled ballots. Shelly, you know, this is the prime example of government. You know that it's been broken, the system of the Sharpie. This has been a scandal for two and a half years. And here you are doing the exact same stupid thing again. And, you know, this is what government is. So I have a question for you because you're actually... I'm going to take my own little poll with you. In the event that this fat slob, Pritzker, should retain his, uh, his, his, his fascistic control of Illinois and the Democrat mafia maintains in control in Illinois, are you, Shelley, going to stay? Unfortunately, even though we don't speak, she's still 90 and she's still my mother. So yeah, I, know. I, love she's never I love that about you. I love that about you. It's a wonderful thing. I am I am very free, so I can go anywhere, and I will not buy any more property here. I've owned three houses in Illinois, even though I desperately miss one of them. I will never buy another home in Illinois. Mm-hmm. I will maintain a very small footprint as I live in Illinois, and eventually I will get out of Illinois. 
So here's something I want to tell you as somebody who kidnapped his own grandmother to move her. Um, <laughs> at 90, they really are all bark. There's not much bite left in them. So just tell her you're going to take her grocery shopping, throw her ass in, the, in a van, and drive down to Florida. Thank you very much, Shelly. Oh, I didn't mean to hang up on you, but I went long. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Might as well jump! Van Halen, it's Eddie Van oh, What the hell's his name? Stevie, uh, what's his name? No, the guy with the blonde hair. My friend right now is throwing stuff at their reason. That's not... That's before Sammy Davis. This is the good one. Yes, that's it. David Lee Roth. That son of a gun. Who's high energy, boy. He aged like a, a Chicago Democrat female, though. Whew, he looks terrible. What happened to Cream Puff Jim? Oh, uh, Cream Puff Jim hung up? I was going to take him. The Cream Puff Jim, the municipal Cream Puff connoisseur from Chicago who waits for his pension and is all his nonsense in Chicago, he wanted to know what country is going to take in the Democrats should the Republicans win. They always threaten us with that, don't they? He was going to go to Canada. Go! Go! I'm all for separation. You see, that's the thing. You roach mafia Democrats cannot exist without the producers. We are the producers. You are the something for nothing. You are the American Soviets. You can't live on your own. Stephen, Arlington Heights, breaking story. Sean, Champaign County, Illinois, anyone listening, look it up. There is a quote-unquote cyber attack going on. They say that it's not impacting anything, but let's be real. The priests <laughs> no. come out at night. The sun is going down. We know what they do. Don't go to sleep tonight. Thanks to Honey Bunny for putting me first in line. Have a good night. Don't go to sleep. Thank you, Sean. Oh, thank you very oh, much. God. In fact, I was doing the coverage on election night when they shut down the count so they could steal it. And I'm wondering, who's doing it tonight? Is it uh, Steve Vargas, who dresses like a mannequin from Lord & Taylor? Mark Vargas? I'm sorry, Mark Vargas. John Anthony, my guy? And uh, it's going to be who else? Mike Scott. Love Mike Scott. Big brain on Mike Scott. I wonder if they're going to order food. Eric Cohn? Are they going to order food? Because you know they're going to shut it down in when they figure out how to steal it. Kevin, Austin, Texas. John, in 2018, the voter turnout was 56.15%. There were total votes in the election were 4,547,657. Pritzker won by 54.5% of the vote. Now, the difference is if 356,997 people switched their vote, uh, if if the, the, the turnout stays the same, uh, Bailey can win, and I think if you if more people come out, oh, I want Bailey, brother. I want here. Here's the reality. Bailey can win. Well, what I'm saying is every vote counts. If you didn't It'll care be about fun. voting in the past, get and out and do it. There's I don't know why Bailey didn't talk about this. Pritzker alleviated and froze taxes on gas, which means if he should remain in power in the not, fat Tonka throne, do you know yeah, what gas will be I mean, next I'll, week in Illinois? Just next week. Yeah, all, right. All the arguments are the same. It's about getting people out to the, the polls. It's 4.55. If you're getting in your car, walking out, or if you get in the car, and I hope you say something, it's 5.15 to get out and vote because Kev, I know we can't call back a second time. Kev, can get I ask out, you a question? Vote. It could make a difference. What's the, what's the weather like in Austin, Texas today? Uh-huh. That's what I thought it was. Chuck, Dullivan, Wisconsin. 
Is he going to shave hey. or isn't he? How you look today, kid? You know, hey, it's, it's looking really good. I had a bunch of people in Muskego come up to me um, at a restaurant, and half the restaurant voted for me. So, you know, your radio station goes all the way up to Wisconsin. So nice. it, it worked out really well. I'm headed over to the Thirsty Parrot tonight. That's where the party's going to be. I got the D-Light Duo Band's going to be there from 6 nice. till 9. And you could TV be a non-birthing congressperson by the end of the day. Do you understand that? Yes, I do. This is very exciting. I cannot wait for Nancy Pelosi to get a load of Chuck from Dullivan. I think you should wear the Santa Claus costume. In fact, scratch I shaving. I want you with the Santa Claus with the bells on. St. Nick is here to bring some justice. I like it. Boy, you should have used that as a slogan. I don't know why you didn't make me your campaign manager. Good luck, Chuck from Dullivan. Everyone, what's the, where's the website? Where can they go? What's the last name? Give it again. It's a, it's a, USA, it's a barmanusa.com, and I went from 500 hits to 1,700 in one day because of you. That's oh. what I called the thank you for. Nice. So nice. I may actually go to Washington to visit you because I've never been in that sewer because I don't want to throw away my shoes. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. A lot of lobbyists, a lot of whores, a lot of drug dealers. In fact, Washington's like Vegas for nerds. I don't know what they're going to do when they get a hold of Chuck. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how you doing tonight? Wonderful. How are you? I'm Good. in shorts, Denver- and I can't remember if I put underwear on. Go ahead. <laughs> the Democrats are starting early. They're already uh, setting up three states uh, to steal. They got uh, Arizona. Uh, they got problems with their voting machine. They got glitches in there. Well, they in got Georgia, Democrats. They got a prob- problem with their mail-in voting. And Democrats. in Pennsylvania, they got uh, they got uh, ballots that they don't know if they could count. Also, well, Democrats. if they can't steal any votes. What they're going to do is they'll just times it by the number of votes. Yeah, don't worry. It takes them a while. The they take about four hours to figure out Biden. how to steal. Yeah. The same way Biden did. He got $40 million, and they times yeah. it by two, yeah. and that's how he got his $80 million votes. Let me Have ask you something, night, Rich. John. Let me ask you something. Yeah. If you're voting and, and, yeah. and you hear, thank you for voting, and it's a girl with a see-through white sweater on, do you say, thank you, miss, or what do you say? Thank you, miss. You say, hey, <laughs> take it easy, Democrat. I'll be back after this. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig. And an absolute disgrace. Thank you. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. All Soviets, all communists. Socialists, fascists, dictators, all run on what's best for the people. It's always great programs, wonderful programs, and we're experiencing that right now. This year, great farmer lost, and the American people won. We put a cap of $2,000 a year on prescription drugs for seniors, no matter what their cost. 
2, 10, 12, 15. Oops, stepping on a. There's a it's black. Anyway. Got up by the no cord. matter what the cost, and some cancer drugs cost as much as that. They're never going to have to make more than $2,000. And we put a $35 a month cap on insulin to deal with their diabetes. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Although, does it really work that way? Just in theft alone, Medicare experiences what they think is $60 billion, although you can never really calculate it. My next guest, John C. Goodman, is the senior fellow at the Independent Institute, president of the Goodman Institute for Public Policy and Research, author of numerous books and fantastic articles. His new one, How Medicare Beneficiaries Were Duped by Rx Reform, What I Bet You Don't Know About Poverty and Equity and the Role of Government. John, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? I'm great, and I'm glad to be with you. I'm glad as well, because I think people hear of these programs, and there is an ignorance to exactly how they really work, the corruption therein, and the failures of it. And I'm wondering, why is that, when the answer has always been quite simple, incentivize the provider through an alleviation of taxes? That's the answer, but yet we never want to do that. And I agree totally. Uh, you you played the, 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 the clip about uh, the... Uh, drug uh, reform and biden is out there saying that he stood up to the special interests on behalf of the elderly and disabled in, in fact the reverse is true uh seniors and disabled people will face higher drug prices in the future and they'll face higher premiums for their part d coverage so um that's a double whammy that's coming their way that uh, president biden doesn't tell them about he also doesn't tell them that these so-called benefits and this price fixing and all of this gobbledygook doesn't really start for a few years. It's amazing how stupid the American people are, John. That's the only conclusion I can come to. Well, that's just a little bit unfair, though, because the Republicans should have been standing up uh, on this. they pointing out that uh, the reason why the premium is going to go up is because Biden and the Democrats took money out of Medicare drug program, and they're going to use that money for green energy special interests and for uh, subsidizing premiums for high-income people who buy their own insurance. So um, this is taking money out of the pockets of seniors and putting it in the hands of special interests. And the subsidies for the health insurance, by the way, don't really go to families. They go to insurance companies. But it's very, very complicated. So I can't blame uh, the average voter for not understanding this. I, I do blame Republicans for not doing a better job pointing out what's going on. And this is something that I think is it needs to be discussed, and we need an entire new crop of Republicans because what this this particular batch is afraid to speak truth because they know that sometimes it's going to be ugly when you have to take on the beautiful lies of the collectivist of the of the of the government supremacists, of the frauds that have been spinning this tale of some sort of utopia here on earth, and you exist, therefore you receive. And it's the word entitlement that is the shield of the con. But yet, I think there is a way to approach this. I mean, do, do seniors realize exactly the kind of money and corruption that is in Big Pharma to the Democrat Party and to numerous Republicans who also support this subsidized welfare state of Big Pharma as it exists? No, uh, I don't think they do. Now, now, there's a $2,000 cap that was mentioned earlier. Uh, that should have been done long ago. Uh, that, that was a positive thing about the bill. Uh, the, the reason you have insurance is not to pay small uh, bills that, that you easily pay out of pocket. It's to pay the large bills that, uh, that you can't afford. And uh, 
Uh, it only costs, by the way, about $4 more in premium a month to, to make that change. So out there talking about that, but not telling the senior that almost everyone, only only one or two percent of seniors go beyond two thousand dollars a year. Everyone else is going to be paying higher uh, drug uh, prices at the pharmacy, and they're going to be paying higher premiums uh, when they buy their drug coverage. Like all price controls, like all versions of a failed policy of socialism, there is no free. Who exactly will be paying for those 1% that go over the $2,000? And has this been given any thought to the way in which we inflationally adjust our money and exactly what Big Pharma has been doing because it has a monopoly on everything with the failures in the patent laws of medication? I mean, has this ever been given any real long-term thought, or is this going to be another policy we just fund until it turns into trillion-dollar problems? Well, what they should do is hold hearings on why it is that when the senior goes to the pharmacy to buy insulin, uh, he sold the, the, the price is $100, uh, when in fact uh, the drug company, is able, his drug plan is able to buy that insulin for only $40. And so they're being overcharged on their copayment at, at the pharmacy. And uh, this has been going on for quite a long time. Now, the Trump administration was really good on this. They said, you can't do that. If you're going to have a discount, it needs to be passed along to the patient at the cash register. And the Democrats undid that Trump executive uh, order. And in so doing, uh, they cost uh, the typical senior about a couple hundred dollars a year uh, out of pocket because of undoing the Trump ruling. Why is it so many big American pharmaceutical companies charge Americans, in some cases, 10 times the costs? of generics that they offer in other countries? Well, they charge more uh, mainly for brand-name drugs. Our generic prices are typically lower than other countries. But on the brand name, they have a monopoly. They typically don't have a monopoly on the generic. But on the brand name, they have a monopoly, and we give the drug company a monopoly just for the same reason we give any inventor of any product a monopoly for a certain number of years. Yes. And what happens in other countries is the government... uh, negotiates with them and uh, uh, they come to some uh, some agreement now the, the the drug company doesn't have to sell to other countries um, but it does but but I don't think we need the government to do this I think uh, uh, private um, insurers are able to negotiate with uh, pharmaceutical companies and they do just as well or better than the government would do it's a, I believe it's the, it's the prospectus of government, but yet they seem to capitalize on their own failure. Since the implementation of Obamacare, we've seen insurance companies fall by the wayside to where there's only a few. It reminds me of banking after the collapse. But now you have this, this, this system where there's only a few options. Is there any way to unwind this and stoke competition and privatize models that that do exactly how i open the segment where you're incentivizing the producers the providers the big pharma themselves to go directly to the people and 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 avoid certain tax liability or is that just an old-fashioned capitalist idea and we're way down the road to surf them now 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 with obamacare remember we're mainly talking about people who buy their own insurance and that market has been destroyed yeah um so when Obama was running for president, he says, you've got rotten insurance and we're going to save you money and you're going to have better options. In fact, within just a few years, the premiums double. You're paying twice as much as we paid before. 
and then we have very narrow networks so people can't see the best doctors and the best hospitals uh, here in dallas where i live you cannot buy individual insurance anywhere in dallas fort worth that can get you into ut southwestern which is one of the premier medical centers in, in the whole world and in all of texas you can't buy individual insurance that gets you into md anderson cancer center down in houston and this is happening all over the country the mayo clinic cleveland clinic they're just not accepting obamacare insurance so the obamacare promise uh, not only was not kept we got just reversed we got worse insurance than we had before if you have a pre-existing condition in texas uh, before there was obamacare if you were denied insurance you could go into the risk pool and you could get a blue cross plan you could go to any doctor any hospital uh, now you can't do that so we've made people with health problems worse off because of obamacare Oh, that's government's really success story right there. But now, what has happened to the other programs, such as Medicare? I mean, I have to imagine, as people fell out of the possibility of buying their own insurance, as the unaffordable Affordable Care Act kicked in, I'm assuming these government programs massively expanded. Is that what's happened? Yes, of course. Now, I like the Medicare Advantage plans. You see those uh, advertised on TV right now. It's just they're way too regulated. You know, seniors can't have a health savings account, for example. All the rest of us can, can have one. Um, seniors can't go to a direct care physician where you, you talk to your doctor by phone at nights and on weekends. Well, the rest of us uh, often have that opportunity. So, um, so the privatization of Medicare through uh, Medicare Advantage has been a good thing. And we're, about half the seniors are in a private plan. Um, and if we could just deregulate some of those private plans... Uh, seniors have even better coverage you know there's a, a thing down in uh in the real i i'm a real estate broker in south florida and they love to pump out the statistics of how many people retire we've got the baby boomer class the largest population sector and it's it's been ten thousand people a day for years that have been retiring my understanding is that's actually going to get bigger what's your prediction of what will happen in the future well with baby boomers it's been about ten thousand uh uh, a day <laughs> yeah um, it, it's, it's been huge um, but here here is uh, my concern is that we had this pandemic and, and, and people dropped out of the labor market now employers have been looking for employees for the last I don't know, year or so and uh, what I have been arguing for a long time is that early retirees ought to be able to take a job and earn whatever they want to earn without losing their Social Security benefits right now we punish them they get above $17,000 a year, and we take away 50 cents of benefits for every dollar they earn. That's a 50% tax on top of income taxes and payroll taxes, and it just keeps seniors from working. Now, I'm very familiar with these Ponzi scheme scams and the Rube Goldberg mechanisms that have to be in place in order to strip the benefits away that you told people about. And I've always been a believer of my goal in life is to tear down the Social Security system. And I want to do that through implementing the principles of freedom. And I think that Americans should be able to not participate. If you can't participate through choice, you're forced to, then the reality is you're a slave whether you want to admit it or not. I think the greatest way to take apart these programs is by letting people such as myself who are opinionated and do not want to participate. I don't ever want to be on Medicare. I don't care about Plan B or C or G. I don't care. I don't ever want to take Social Security. I just simply want my money back that I've been extorted out of. Do you think that there is a growing part of society that believes the way I do, that we do not want to participate in these open frauds? 
Well, I think there is a movement, and, 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 and when, when President Bush, uh, George W. was in office, he tried to privatize Social Security, and that would have allowed people to have private accounts. And there are about 30 countries around the world that have either fully or partially privatized their Social Security. And uh, I work with economists who've done the modeling for all that, and we also uh, propose a way to do the same thing with Medicare. Um, it's not allowing you to do whatever you want to do but it is allowing you to put money into an account which you own and you control, and it will never be taken away. It will always be yours. That's a nice idea. I mean, after all, that's what I thought everybody was fighting for. I thought that was the whole point of America was the freedom and the property rights. I guess I'm an old-fashioned guy, but I, what I love about your institute is that you take on these topics that most um, politicians and most pundits avoid. I cannot tell you how much uh, I appreciate what you do at the Goodman Institute for Public Policy Research. And I love your articles. John C. Goodman, thank you so much for making yourself available to me. It is a true asset. Thank you. Glad to be with you. We'll be back with your calls and comments. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. AM 560. The answer. Wear your mask. Take your pills. Now a whole generation's mentally ill. That's one thing I don't miss down here. We don't see any of those Oak Parks dressed like a longshoreman with their open-toed shoes and masks on. We don't see any of them down here. It's wonderful. I enjoy it very much. But it it looks like Cream Puff Jim from Chicago is back from his municipal worker nap. He gets tired. Needs one an hour. Cream Puff Jim. Uh, I just wonder, will any country take 80 million Democrats in? Is Canada got enough room up there in Saskatchewan? Well, I don't. Will we have I, to flee the country? It's funny. I think I we got to flee. I think I we was, have to flee the country. I like this. I think you should start with Laos, maybe China, North Korea, Venezuela, Cuba. Well, no, but These I mean, are all areas I, that share your philosophy. I wonder if they'll be kind, they'll be, they should be kinder than we are to the poor people on the border. Oh, yeah. After kind of the Americans. Yeah, that's you a know? problem. Because I'm, I'm, I'm running for my life. That's all I know. Well, go to Canada. You'll blend in. You're pasty, white, and you're chubby. You don't like to work. I think Canada's... Yeah, I, yeah well, but I count the votes, though. I do count the votes. No. That's one thing I do. Jim. I you count the votes. Ever since I, was in, ever since I was in high school, I count, I count the votes. You know? Where, where did you Madigan, win, you win. What cemetery did Madigan send you to to count the votes? Oh, come on. They won so easy. The last Democrat was... Uh, Let me ask you a question. Who was the last Republican? Who was the last Republican mayor of Chicago? None. Seriously. Thompson. 1920. Yeah, yeah. Big Bill Thompson, the most crooked man that ever walked the earth. Exactly. He took everything but a hot stove. You know, and, anyway. And that's, so. that's why Al Capone was a Republican. Did you know that? Um, let me, well, you know, you know, let me you know, ask you a question. Your 3% colon, that mystical, magical pension that you slept for for 25 years, does it come in on January 1st or do they make you wait till the election in February? Well, I get a big raise in Social Security. That's enough for Canada. In Canada, right now, you get a buck thirty for every. As soon as I swoop off to Canada, I got it made with my Social Security. Unless I'm the telling Republicans, you. unless the Republicans try to cancel it, but I don't think they don't can. forget about I, the Chicago. I think I outlive them. Don't forget about the Chicago Democrat disability. I think you cash in on that too. Thank oh, you very I'll, much. I, I cash in. I mean, you don't know what I'm talking about? I know the one that Jim could cash. Carpal tunnel syndrome? No. Lumber lung? No. Juggler's despair? No. Achy breaky pelvis? No. Oh, I'm never going to be disabled. I'm sick of being so healthy. Hey, wait. Hyper obesity. If you weigh more than 300 pounds, you qualify as disabled. 
Chicago Democrat payday. That's all you gotta do. I'm too fat. Couple more cream puffs. You'll get in there. Larry Logan Square. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Hey, uh, Sean, let's look at the big picture. Uh, 2024. Uh, thank God our prayers are paying off and we're going to take over the U.S. Senate. But if Darren Bailey gets elected, they're going to blame Darren Bailey, the Republicans, for everything that Illinois is, a corrupt culture, uh, a cesspool. Uh, let, let's let's uh, shame the, the greatest. <clears throat> I think you're giving too much credit because the reality is when you're around the country and you tell people you're from Chicago, everybody knows what it is. Illinois, Chicago, Cook County, the Chicago Democrat model is a laughing stock. It has no credibility. I mean, absolutely none. And uh, don't give them more credit. Everyone knows what that is. Come on. You can't. Do you think the rest of the nation doesn't know what that organized syndicate of fat, useless slobs really is? They're laugh at us. They're still going to laugh. And by the way, when you go to different states, it's even hard to get Republicans, I mean, uh, Democrats in a room, even when you have the diaper wearing dimwit. You want to improve people's lives? I bet some people in here want to improve people's lives. Are you with me? Okay. Come on, people. Let's wake up. We got the President of the United States in the house. Come on. That's Debbie Wasserman Schultz in the east coast of Florida. And in the room was 180 people. Every single one of them bribed to be there in one form of disability, Social Security, Medicare, and every other ass. Just every other Leech on the ass of society that the Democrat constantly runs on. Oh, no. I know you got a little more energy than, than, than I hear. Okay, thank you very much. That's the crowd I know. Those are the people I represent. Okay, just wanted to make sure you were, were still here. Yeah, me too. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show. Where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. In Peach 46, you see my shirt, Squirrel? Can you see it? Are you looking? Pay attention when I talk to you, Squirrel. Did Nikki Whaley, did I hear Nikki Whaley say that car loan delinquency is the highest in six years? Well, sure enough, CNBC, auto loan delinquencies, the highest level in six years. A growing percentage of Americans with auto loans are struggling. What was six years ago? Six years ago? Oh, Barack Obama's economy. Yes, this must be what this dimwit with dementia means. When I said from the beginning, my objective... My objective when I ran was to build an economy from the bottom up and the middle out. Well, nothing says bottom like repossession. Welcome to Democrat Utopia. And if that fat slob Pritzker somehow retains his dictatorship over the people of Illinois, gas, when they put those taxes back on, it's going to get spicy in that sewer. Tom, Blue Island. Hey, Sean Ditto's brother. Hey, uh, I went to a rally for Darren Bailey and Stephanie Trussell at, uh, in Marionette Park last night, and uh, your buddy Bob Fioretti was there, and I was uh, heckling him from the crowd, uh-huh. and he came and he searched me out after he got off the stage. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I told him, I said, hey, you've been a you've been a machine Democrat for 30 years. I go, now you're snaking in here, acting like you're a Republican. 
Good and for he, you. He got a little huffy with me until he realized I was about a foot taller and, yeah, and as you know, probably about 200 pounds more than he is. Yeah, but you look good, kid. You look good. You know, you lost the hips like an Amish woman. You look fantastic. I take personal credit for that. So what did he say? He swore at you a little bit? He said, uh, so the the woman, she's called you numerous times. She's running for uh, state rep from there. Christine, uh, Christine Shanahan. Christine Shanahan or yeah, lovely. whatever her name is. She said, um... <laughs> She yelled, I know everybody I know everybody in this crowd is against the safety act and I yelled out, Not Bob Fioretti and that's when he came over and when he came over he was behind his little press agent yeah. and uh, I heard him, Sean, he goes he goes, Where's that effing jag yeah. you know yeah, I got at? It. Yeah. Really? Said that until he got did in you, front of me you, and then did you uh, tell him you, you know, didn't know did you tell him you didn't know that Second City gave haircuts? Who's dying his hair blonde? This scarecrow. What's he, 100 years old? That freak. He's the only Republican. That's what I said to my buddies. I go, what kind of 70-year-old man dyes his hair blonde? Yeah, a slip-and-fall scumbag alderman, Democrat alderman, pretending to be a Republican. That's the only Republican I really want to see just get dusted. Thank you very much, Tom and Blue Island. By the way, go do your push-ups, because you'll put that weight back on if I don't watch you. Keep it off. Gary, Naperville. Hey, great job, Tung. Thanks for talking to me again. You know, uh, there is a reason why I think Fritzer still feels like he's easily to win. Have you heard how many mail-in ballots as of yesterday were still not in yet? 300,000 in Illinois. That's convenient. 300,000 votes to careful. Yeah. That's you know what that's called in gambling. Now you know I don't know anything about sports, but I know a little bit about gambling. That's called the hook. That's in case you, there's a tie. You bring in the hook, and you know these right Democrat bastards. I'm, I'm torn though because I'd love to see this fat slob lose. I really would, but I know he's going to come down to Florida and join the rest of his family, and they'll look like a school of manatees beached on the east coast of Chicago. Yeah, yeah, but and also. They've had so many inroads around places like DuPage County. So get this. Uh, I was helping put up signs at the polling places, right? So they give us a huge stack, much bigger than before with the, the local candidates. Oh, Bailey, was Gary? Right? Oh. Well, I go, in, I go in the headquarters today, I found over 100 Bailey signs. So they couldn't distribute the Bailey signs in polling places. The Republicans. Unbelievable. Let me ask you this, Gary. Do you think it should be called a school of manatee? It feels more comfortable when I say a herd. Fat slops. Thank you very much, Gary. It's a herd of manatees. They're out of just the Pritzkers. They're on the beach today, turning their underwear into thongs with a couple of steps. Folks, I've come to Illinois to talk about two programs that reflect who we are as Americans, that Lauren understands to her core, to her core. Social Security and Medicare. A 36-year-old Underwood is seeking a third term in the closely watched 14th district. She won back. Third term. She won. She didn't live there. Her driver's license wasn't Illinois. But she came in spewing this socialist bull dung. She's been in there for four years of government failure and corruption. And now the Illinoisans get to decide, are you thirsty for more? Back in 2020, with just over 50% of the vote, the Naperville native faces current Kendall County Board President and Chairman of the county's Republican Party, Scott Greider. We are in a fight for our lives. 
for the future of our country. During what the White House says was an official event, Biden addressed a crowd of around 200 people at Jones Elementary School, and he also commented on protesters who were gathered outside. I love those signs when I came in. Socialism. <laughs> Give me a break. What idiots. <laughs> Folks, idiots. I'm coming in. Idiots. You can Did, actually he say idiots? Idiots? Did he say idiots? Listen, you, Joe, you fracking moron. For 50 years, what you didn't do as a war criminal, you just simply were an incompetent failure. You don't get to call anybody idiots unless you're brushing your teeth, you fracking scumbag. And the only people who vote for you are because you enrich them in your mafia. And that's what an Illinois Democrat is. That's what a national Democrat is. A barnacle on the ass of society looking for some political whore to enrich them. So I hope to God this fraud failure con artist, Lauren Underwood, and that scumbag, Sean Caston, the fascist pig, I hope to God they lose. Because if they don't lose now, why don't we explore that separation? Because I've got word from your cream puff eaters. You want to separate anyway. You don't want to be a part of us. We don't want to be a part of you. And that's why every Illinoisan and every American owes you a thank you. You exposed exactly what kind of failure, exactly what kind of corruption, exactly what kind of fraud the average Democrat is. If you get any questionable calls, please tell us by going to report fraud, report fraud, D-O-T-F-T-C dot gov. You fracking moron. <laughs> you spelled out the dot. That's what a fracking idiot is. 10, 12, 15. Whoop, stepping on them. It's it black. Yeah. Keep voting, Democrats, you idiots. 312-642-5600. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560. The answer. AM 560. The answer. You know who I really like, Squirrel? Pete Peacock. Really, what a good guy. He's got to win, man. Sean Caston, the Democrats don't even care. Those people in the suburbs don't even care that he is the beneficiary of corruption in the green energy scam before it got this kind of money. They're worth millions of dollars because his father was a con artist, swindler in the green energy. He wrote a book that I think you should have to read. It's a nonsensical book where he predicted by the year 2012, you'd only be able to go outside in a space costume because the heat was going to be so bad. Do you know that? Look at the scandal and the failure and the fraud of this moron. And here you got a guy, law enforcement guy, military guy. He's the reason that they talked about it nationally about the safety act. He should win like Ron DeSantis wins. But you're fighting the corruption that the people aren't disgusted by when they see the Sean Caston and his entire family of frauds. They simply want in on it. That's what you got at stake here. So I'm very interested to see what happens. And then, of course, there's the 300,000 ballots, also known as the hook for the shutdown. Don't forget to rest your head on my pillow. Bill in Warrenville. Yes, I want to talk about my my absentee representative, Lauren Underwood. All right, but I want to know if you're making a left or a right. Are you making a left or a right? I'm making a I'm making a left hand turn to go right. 
<laughs> All right, fair enough. Okay. All right. Yeah, you must be in Warren China. Underwood. Okay. I will soon be represented by another person because I've been redistricted out. But I've been to her town hall meetings a couple of times. Were you riveted? One time they made one time they made a mistake of calling on me Ooh. and I asked the question regarding how she was going to balance getting manufacturing back into the district versus her Green New Deal supporting. And, and she said, well, that's, you know, her answers are always referring to one of these massive 800 plus page bills that answers nothing. I said, yeah. okay, so where in this bill, the, uh, in the, the, uh, uh, I don't know, Build Back Better bill. Yeah, yeah. Do they mention what they're going to do for manufacturing? Her answer back is, this is not a time for a back-and-forth questioning. They want to move on to the next question. Excuse me. I came here to ask a question, and you need to answer the question. Yeah. Do you remember how many answers? She had a... Go ahead. She had a town hall meeting at the Naperville Library on 95th Street. All right. She refused to call on me. I went to talk to her after the public question time was over, and I asked her a question about her assault weapon ban voting. Yeah. They, her handlers try to shoo me out of there. This is not the time to question her. Can I, I said, sir, this is, the, this is exactly the time that I, as a constituent, need to question my representative. I've called her office. I've emailed her office. They've never answered me back. So in-person time is exactly the time that I need to question her. Can I ask and they a, try to shoo me out of the room. Can I ask you? Go and, ahead, answer. And, uh, you know, if you don't want to answer, you don't want to answer. Can I ask you how old you are? I am 60 years old. 60 years old. Do you remember when you were a kid the amount of manufacturing, the amount of, of Illinoisans that started businesses? Do you remember how many of them there were and how many companies to be proud of, from Caterpillar to International Harvester? I know exactly. I know exactly the answer to this. I am I by trade am a tool and die maker. All right. So I know the the time that I lived in Bensonville and drove through Franklin Park and Melrose Park and all of the, the places like you said, International Harvester and Franklin Avenue lined all the way with tool and die shops. Yeah. Okay? How many are there now? And I see some oh there's a smattering of that is left. The ones that survived the, the the exportation to China, who is not do, good to do business with, no, because they make they'll junk. make your product, and then they'll tell you you need to clean up the river that's polluted. But we didn't pollute the river. Oh, yes, you did. No, I didn't. Well, if you don't pay to clean it up, we'll just take in... Uh, close your factory, and we'll continue to make your products. You're the greatest. Oh, I have a contract. Contract no good. We get rid of you. You're the greatest threat to the Democrat mafia. You're somebody who knows the right answers. Thank you, Bill in Warrenville. I remember when Melrose Park was called the corporate king of the suburbs. How about now? Not so much. Democrat corruption chased it all out.
Democrat corruption kills everything it touches. It's a cancer in society. Hopefully it'll get its ass kicked tonight, but we'll see after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. There is one party in America that is fighting against voter integrity. That is simply a fact. Why would they do that? Well, the answer is quite obvious. That's the same party that promotes the myth of voter suppression. My next guest is the manager of investigative projects for the Daily Signal. He has written and reported for so many outlets, for Fox News, for the National Review, Newsweek, The Blaze, Newsmax, Town Hall, Washington Examiner, and The Federalist, to name a few. He's got a new book out, The Myth of Voter Suppression, The Left's Assault on Clean Elections. It's out now. His name is Fred Lucas. Fred, thank you for joining me. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm great. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. I think this is an important book because, you know, we're from the sewer of Chicago. It's the same nonsense, the same skullduggery, <laughs> the same scandals. And yet this has somehow spread to various regions in my country. You know, we're used to it in Chicago. We're already accepted for what it is. I don't need it to be the national excuse. Do you think this is going to sell outside of these legacy uh, uh, Democrat strongholds? Well, I'm actually in Atlanta uh, uh, here covering the Georgia races, and uh, that, that's where the uh, pretty much the high priestess of the voter suppression religion is, uh, um, Stacey Abrams. Who will almost certainly uh, declare if, if she loses tonight, which polls suggest she will, she'll almost certainly declare that it was because of voter suppression. Uh, so yeah, I, th- this is something that Democrats cling to. It's an evidence-free, um, you know, myth, religion, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it reminds me of socialism and pretty much every policy they have. <laughs> Um, and the reality is we have more people voting. It's easier to vote. But the downside of that is that it's also easier to cheat when you have no legitimate system that can be audited. This has been an argument I've, I've had for 40 years. If I can't audit the outcome, I'm turning to the most proven liars in our society to give me very important information, very important results of an election. Well, uh a voter suppression, uh, and uh, the, the myth, the, the value of this myth has been serving two main purposes. It's for uh, an excuse when Democrats lose elections, is one. It's also a major excuse to prevent any election integrity measure like voter ID from going forward. Uh, voter ID is actually uh, uh, supported by about 80% of the public, but when you throw in whole um, questions like do you support or do you oppose, voter suppression, well, then people have a different view. I mean, this is something that uh, one, one of the reasons I wrote this book is because uh, you had an, um, Democrats threw off his talking point, uh, and it was unquestionably uh, parroted by the media, uh, and someone needed to question this. Someone needed to sort of prosecute this point. Uh, the fact is that it's very easy to register to vote, very easy to vote in this country, and uh, voter suppression, uh, that has to be defined as when an eligible voter 
is prevented from voting or prevented from registering to vote, uh, that hasn't there hasn't been a case with that. Uh, all the court cases in this that have been brought have been about some disparate impact theory uh, or sometimes long lines, but but there haven't has not been uh, a an adjudicated case where someone has. Uh, with all the ACLU, with all Fair Fight Action and Stacey Abrams Group, the Brennan Center, um, it's been a re- re- rhetorical talking point. But other than that, it's just not uh, something that they've been able to uh, bring forward with evidence. Fred, um, there's something that is relatively new. It's not something that we dealt with when I was younger with thicker hair. And that is something called <laughs> ballot harvesting. This is yes. something that in Chicago they would give a, a bum of $5 or a a little bit of ripple to vote Democrat, and that's how they stayed in power. They would shake down unions and organize a little bit more effort. They would actually have to bring people. Now there is something called ballot harvesting. How in the world has this been legitimized when we know these are apparatchiks of the Democrat Party that are bringing in Santa Claus-sized bags of votes? How How is this permittable in the year 2022? Yeah, it's... That's a, there, there, there's a chapter, a full chapter, explaining uh, ballot harvesting, sometimes also called uh, vote uh, trafficking. But, yeah, in, in the midst of voter suppression, uh, it, this is explained pretty thoroughly. Uh, it's political operatives uh, just uh, delivering and, they're distrib- and and collecting large quantities of absentee ballots uh, that bring these sometimes to nursing homes. Sometimes they just go into people's homes and intimidate them. Uh, and that this makes ballots subject to both, um, you know, voter intimidation and uh, ballot tampering. When, once uh, you, you have a chain of custody issues of who knows who is handling the ballot, it's not an honest broker in this case. So uh, there have been numerous scandals involving this. Um, I, I, as you remember, and I might even throw this in, and this is important, uh, there was a uh, congressional election out of North Carolina, um, a Republican uh, won this race through a ballot harvesting scandal. That uh, election, uh, the state board of elections caught on. Uh, they reversed the outcome, and 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 then calling for a new election. Um, that that happened because North Carolina actually has pretty good laws, and they were able to catch this. That would have never been caught in a state like Illinois or a state like California, where that kind of that type of thing and conduct is encouraged through the law. So, um, and, and, and let's be clear. Yeah, I mean, I don't let, care what party that, uh, cheats. I want the cheaters <laughs> prosecuted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, uh, um, point point is, this is something that Democrats uh, should be concerned with. They're not, uh, and that's largely because, yeah, Republicans are not inherently more honest than Democrats. But Democrats historically have just been much, much better at. Uh, Cheating in elections than Republicans. Yeah, I could have told you. Yeah, and, and you, you, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know that better than anybody in Chicago. But ask a Chicago, and we had a scandal break. Uh, Rachel Rodriguez was caught on a, on, on a tape. It was one of the most really notable admissions to the kind of pay-to-play scheme our voting system has been turned into. We have New York, a sanctuary city that has legitimized illegal aliens from voting, and their claim is they'll only vote in local races, not federal. How can somebody monitor the fact that we have arguably hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people that are voting that are not eligible to vote? How can we purify or legitimize 
the voter count when you have states that nullify law? Well, uh, yeah, this, this is important because um, uh, things that states have done, and uh, and uh, they were attacked, uh, as you remember, uh, a lot of about almost two dozen states uh, enacted some election integrity laws. This was primarily about uh, reining in ballot harvesting. Uh, this was primarily about voter ID, expanding that to absentee ballots uh, with putting your driver's license or last four digits of the social on an absentee ballot application. And it was also about um, maintaining honest uh, voter registration list, accurate voter registration list. Uh, all of those things were called uh, Jim Crow 2.0 by Stacey Abrams and Joe Biden. Uh, President Biden actually called it Jim Eagle. Uh, most people yeah. haven't quite figured out what that means other than an eagle is bigger than a crow yeah but, uh it's joe biden yeah, and even democrats yeah. know he's going to do that kind of stupid <laughs> stuff right yeah well one important point in this book uh is i point out that um democrats have tried to push laws in congress to nullify the uh state election integrity laws you, you might remember when they pushed the orwellian title uh bill for the people act yeah. Uh, that would have banned uh, voter ID. It would have uh, institutionalized ballot harvesting uh, at a national level. Uh, and I said that, uh, in the book that um, they're lying when they talk about uh, Jim Crow 2.0, but what the Democrats are trying to push at a national level is Tammany Hall 2.0 or yes. the Daily Machine 2.0, and they want to nationalize that to the point where they can, uh, they can be, you can rig any election. None of this could happen without, unfortunately, what you've probably experienced. And that's what I want to ask you about. There is no such thing as nonpartisan. Human beings are opinionated. Human beings are not altruistic. This is a fraud and this is a lie. However, we have the mainstream media that is unbelievably tied to the Democrat Party. I have on in my studio here, NBC, and we have this buffoon, Chuck Todd who actually says it's the fundamental, team fundamental, against team polarization. And this is something that has become the norm. Censorship in America. Unbelievably, we've lost millions of people fighting this kind of government corruption, this kind of propaganda. Yet here we are in the year 2022. How in the world has it become and devolved to where everybody in the mainstream media is supportive of the government supremacists? And we have small fractions that are representing even what you would call the right side of the issues. But there's nobody talking about the truth in issues or very few people. How has this happened, in your opinion? Uh, well, uh, that's hard to say for sure. Uh, to pinpoint a point where... Uh, the media, and, and I, I'm part of the media, I'm a journalist, but uh, um, journalists are supposed to be watchdogs of the powerful. And, and too often, um, you've, you've seen, particularly in Washington, uh, uh, where they've become sort of part of the system and kind of too cozy with the system. Um, well, I mean, one, one important reason I wrote this book is just because of media um, the, just parroting this line about voter suppression, yeah. not really telling the truth about these laws. And, and, and that's why, you know, I really want people to read uh, the myth of voter suppression. This makes a tight, concise case and answers, I think, every question you have, particularly about the state laws, uh, particularly about the uh, federal proposals that Democrats had pushed, claiming that they were saving democracy. 
Um, now, now Democrats have, in their closing argument, they said that um, if they lose the election tonight, then it's going to be the last election ever. Yeah. I, I don't think anybody actually believes that, but, uh, but you know. We'll, I hope we'll, not, we'll Fred. Our, but, yeah. <laughs> I'm from Chicago. Like I said, I hope not. They'll che- lie, cheat, and steal in your driveway. Yeah. Um, one of the things well, that I, I'm interested in, uh, what's the year 2022? We are arguing, and this is the Republicans' fault, I think. We're arguing to go back to a system that, once again, can be cheated. The paper ballots will count them later. I mean, why is no one talking about truly implementing progress and integrity through technology? The same technology that doesn't lose trillions of dollars a minute, a second, a millisecond, in our financial institutes, but can verify the identity of all of the players. We have the technology through fingerprint technology, technology in blockchain technology yet i hear no republican even advancing the idea that we use the very technology that we use in our financial system in our election system so i know that somebody is alive and they got a fingerprint and yada yada yada. it seems like the republicans are culpable as well well uh that's a good point i mean i was talking to some election experts just today uh and uh about the designing of uh, election machines or, or voting machines, and uh, I mean touchscreen voting machines. You you have uh, consistently problems with that that you would just not have with an iPad. Uh, yeah, exactly. and, uh, and and I mean uh, you 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 don't have the cream of the crop working on voting machines, and, and and that is something that I mean really should be changed. I mean democracy is worth the investment, and uh, I mean. Getting honest elections is worth that, that investment. And, and, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I would, I, I think you have a good point there. Yeah. It does suppress the vote of the dead. It does suppress the vote of the illegal. So maybe that's the uh, voter suppression that the Democrats are trying to avoid. In the meantime, thank you for writing the book, the new book, The Myth of Voter Suppression, The Left's Assault on Clean Elections. It's out now. His name is Fred Lucas. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I know how busy you are yeah, tonight. I appreciate you making time for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Glad to do it. Thanks so much for having me on. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. It's the final countdown. Nice full squirrel. I'm fascinated by... Uh, the Democrat Mafia's success in creating a kabuki election system. That's how I view this time. I really do. I love when people ask me, what do you think? I think the good states, the honest states, will have honest outcomes. The corrupt scum ones will not. It's simple. New this morning, the NAACP, ACLU, and other political activist organizations are suing Pennsylvania counties over mail-in ballots. They want ballots with improper dating counted. Now, the... They want ballots with improper dating counted. Why? Why? Why is no one advocating for the very system used to turn on your cell phone? You know, it's interesting. I had a, I had a, a cell phone malfunction, and thanks to a young veto collapse in Verizon and River Forest, I was able to get a new phone in last minute before I got on a plane. And it's interesting. When you look at the phones, the new ones, they're fascinating no one can steal your phone anymore unless they have your thumb. Now, granted, the Sinaloa cartel runs a lot of the areas in Chicago. However, this is why this is how you should vote. 
See, we have a unique quality that only we have. It's called a fingerprint. Ta-da! You fracking morons. It's the way trillions upon trillions of dollars are traded through accounts and what legitimizes those accounts being brought to your phone. No more absentee. No more redistricting. No, you can't vote here. Bring it to this. After all, we provide these for every sloth, every welfare roach. They all have the same phones, and yet they have a fingerprint. Now you could increase the accessibility and legitimize it. And now we can count it, and we can audit it. But tonight, after these Democrat sewers steal various elections, they destroy the ballots like they did in 2020. So then you're strapped with this dimwit. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the, foot, uh, foot, foot, excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping. Fracking idiot. Traveling with them. And that's we traveled 17,000 miles. On is that when you cut up the billion and a half they gave your scumbag crack-smoking son? You're not fooling anybody, wrinkled-ass old crook. Secondly, we're in a situation where we have put together... And you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I agree Ta-da! with you. Every once in a while, your dementia-ridden ass tells the truth. Look at Biden. I mean, the, the man is suffering from dementia. End of frickin' story. Everyone can see it. Ele- I agree with that, Limey. Verlon on the south side. I got one word for you, Sharon. And an enemy. I should not have to give over I think all you, my I think you screwed up. I think you screwed up the one word. You mean anonymity? Okay, anonymity. Oh, yeah, God. I should not have to give over all my information to any... Uh, software company to any government to exercise my constitutional right to vote. I don't want you to give it to a company. I want you to log in. You have to log in like you check in. You could still have your anonymity or the way you prefer to say it. And guess what? And guess what? (laughs) Guess what? I don't want to make it easier for people to sit at home in their underwear and vote by phone or computer either. I do. I don't. I want to make it easier because I got news for you, kid. They're voting anyway. You know how many people went to the polls today and were told they already voted? In the meantime, you cut out that skullduggery. At least they have to go to the effort to touch their phone. Don't worry. You'll get a few sloths that don't even want to do that. And the other thing is you might actually open the door if you get more people, easier, legitimate vote to eliminate the duopoly of this Republican mafia versus the Democrat one. Thank you very much. It does explain why Bob Fioretti can switch so easily. It's like getting his hair dyed. I think I'll go with henna color. You freak. Mark Wyermiller, speaking of freaks. Hey, it's Mark Wyermiller, man on the street. I'm heading out to Tom DeVore's watch party. But I got two issues on the voting today. They had a drop box at Wrigley Field. Anyone could drop in a ballot. And then we had a big controversy with Sharpie pens. uh, Anybody talking about Sharpie pens tonight, Sean? Everybody's talking about it. Mark, come on, where have you been? They've been talking about it for two and a half years. The government isn't going to do anything about it. They like it. And as far as the ballot harvesting, did you see any Democrats pull up with a sack like Santa and dump them in there? Because that's what they like to do. Thank you, Mark. Have fun with Tom DeVore and the rest of them. I hope everybody wins. That's not a scumbag. That's going to be very few people. Nick in Kenosha. 
Hey, I'm just calling. Uh, I'm on the reverse side. I went to vote today, and they had their stuff done. I I had voted. It was the first time voting my new um, address. Yeah, but you're so in I Wisconsin. Had to re- Stop showing yeah, off in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Kenosha, actually, believe it or not. And someone needed help um, getting out of their car, so they actually had two of the um, uh, uh, volunteers there. They had to have a Republican and a Democrat go and help him out of his car. No, so, that's bipartisan. I mean, they yeah. were doing their due. Yeah, yeah, they were doing their due diligence. I was, I was actually really impressed with that. So, because yeah, I, I know, understand, but um, this is primarily an Illinois show, and you're really hurting the feelings. I mean, if I wanted to hurt feelings, I would have told about a wonderful experience I had in Naples, Florida, where they actually <laughs> joked around and said, "Do you want a privacy shield?" I said, "For what? I'm not a communist." And everyone laughed in the room. That's what voting is supposed to be like in America. I just, you're supposed to be proud of who you vote for. I don't need any any anonymity. Or as Verlan likes to say it, anonymity or whatever the hell he said. But go yeah. ahead. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, four years ago, when I did try to vote, my name was crossed off when I did try to vote. Yeah. And then they started freaking out, and I was like, uh, "Yeah, that's not cool. That 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 shows that I voted, and I clearly have not yet." So you know what's interesting about anonymity? Do you know how the whole thing started about an anonymous voting? Do you know why it started? Because the unions would cave your skull in if you voted against them. That's how it all started. But in America, in a law-abiding and a lawful country, what do you have to be anonymous about? I'll vote anyway. I'm proud as a peacock. I've never voted for a Democrat scourge scum in my life, and I want every one of those rat bastards to know about it. Thank you very much. That's how I like to vote. How about Ralph and Rantoul? How do you like to vote? Sean, always good to hear you ranting at maximum government volume. Hey, look. Um, I am, I'm a deputy election commissioner. My job on days like today, I drive to the various polling places that are part of my purview, and I go in and basically I get to be the boss of the polling places, a deputy election commissioner. I say, uh, hey, inspector, show me what you're doing here. Look at my, let me look at whatever record. Let me look at your ballot. And nice. I just spent the last, 12 hours doing that and you know what i like it because <laughs> i'm part of the process of kicking people's butts that try to get away with shenanigans we need more ralph and Rantools. listen if uh, chuck from dullivan becomes a congressman i think i might go to washington and i'm thinking about going there and wearing a, a, a red speedo in the hallways would you like to come with me I don't want to see you in a Speedo, Sean. <laughs> yeah, you'll never feel the same about yourself, Ralph. I understand. 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. All right, I got a new phone that's blocking me from swearing. This is a big problem. I like to swear in my text messages, especially when I talk about these rat Democrats. Can you believe that the Civil Liberty Union is suing for election fraud? This comes days after the state Supreme Court ruled they shouldn't be counted after the Republican National Committee filed their own lawsuit. The court ruled undated ballots received at election offices must be set aside and not counted. And now they're clarifying what incorrectly dated means. Those are ballots with outer envelopes listing a date that falls outside the date range of September 19th, 2022 through November 8th, 2022. The rules are there are no rules, except what the cheaters want them to be. Lauren in Arizona. 
Sean, how you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to give you a call from Arizona. I lived in Chicago for 20 years and now out here for 20 years and worried about this election and uh, just wanted to say a big fan and oh, I enjoy hearing you every day. Well, I wanted you I wanted the people to hear you to know that there are options that if this election in Illinois should unfortunately go the way of the mafia. And this is the thing to, 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 to keep in mind, because the quality of life in different areas have a better chance of straightening out when Democrats are in office in Arizona than you do when they're in Cook County. And that's what people have to understand, because I'm very familiar with Arizona. I had a dear, dear family relative friend who moved out to Arizona, and just to watch him, and he waited 60-plus years to do it, and just to see that there is... A better way of life when you're outside of the thumb of the organized Democrat mafia. It's it's something that I think Illinoisans have to be aware of, and that's why I love the stories of former Illinoisans who move out and have a higher quality of life. And uh, did you do it by yeah. yourself, or did you take some of your family members with you? Uh, by myself. By myself. Nice. All my Good family's left left in in Crook County, as we call it. Good for you. Well, that's an inspiration to people <laughs> to go out there and do it, and you're better off. How is aside from the fact that they're, you know, I know that that Democrats took over Arizona for a little while, but I also know that there's a very, very big chance that'll all be corrected tonight. I think Carrie Lake is a wonderful, wonderful candidate. I'd love to see her run for even bigger office. Uh, what's the vibe among the Arizonans? Absolutely, Sean. I think um, there's a lot of true conservatives out here. I'm a little concerned with. The movement that we've had of folks coming from Seattle, California, who are pledging to bring their Democratic views, and I worry that that's going to impact um, our outcome. But I know there are a lot of strong, vocal conservatives out here, so um, I just, I just hope, hope we can. Uh, well, I want to make you feel we good. Can make things turn out good. When you go over okay. Ted Cruz's <laughs> last election, Ted Cruz won not by Texans. He won by Californians who were disgusted with what the mafia did mm. to California, moved to Texas. That's who beat Beto O'Rourke were those California transplants. So although you hear that, that may not necessarily be true. It's like when Cubans risk their lives to come to America. Sometimes the people who lived under communism make the best Americans. So let's be optimistic. And the good news is I got a good feeling I think you're going to win, and I want to thank you for calling. In fact, we're going we're gonna hey. to sh- give you a shirt. All right. Thank you ah, very much. No way. Stay Thank on hold. You. Honey Bunny will hook you up. Jim in Western Springs. Yeah, hi, Sean. Hi, Jim. Okay, I, love I wanted to call. talk. Oh, you do? Okay. Again, I wanted to talk to you about the voting machines and the way they do it on airplanes. Again, on airplanes, airplanes is nothing but a flying computer today, all right? All right. And they have three sets of software on the airplanes written by three separate teams of people. And this way, if there's a bug in any one of the sets of software, it's not replicated. And they all arbitrage between each other. So if a decision has to be made, they're going to pick the, the, the two, will be hopefully put the right decision, and one that's saying do something else, it won't be done. Do you and think, like me, should... we, can, we can legitimize elections through technology? Or... Yeah, I mean, when you absolutely. realize that these voting machines are already accessible by the Internet, they're already hackable, you know, and, and it's been proven by Democrats and Republicans, that the cure 
isn't to go back to an antiquated system that has a legacy of fraud, but the cure is to legitimize it through automation, in my opinion. That's my opinion, and I know I get pushback. I'm curious to know what somebody like you thinks about it. No, I, I agree with you 100%. It's what you were saying about the, the, what they do with the telephones and so on. You should use the technology, hopefully for good and not for bad, and, and use it as a, a, check and, a check as to what's going on. And, and in again, a sick way, I'd rather written. be in a Terminator movie than under the Daily Mafia. I mean, if I, you know, at least we're all going to be attacked by AI, fine. AI is actually better to deal with, as far as I'm concerned, than a Chicago Democrat. Okay. Well, if you write, listen, I was a computer programmer for my Javelin before I retired, and you, you're getting a, you give a specification, you write it to that, and if you do it correctly, it does it does what you're supposed to do. I mean, it's as simple as that. And and again, you're actually more aware of the newer stuff than I am at this, you know, bit chain and so on. I, I don't really know anything. You'd about love that. blockchain. It's fascinating. Uh, blockchain. Blockchain, it's fascinating how milliseconds... Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that as my homework assignment. I'm going to read They never about lose enough. a nickel. Not a nickel, not a penny. Now, how could that oh, be? Sure. Yet here we are with this system where we have ballot harvesting. The ACLU sues for voter fraud. Forget about the dates, it's irrelevant. And you can't validate any of it. People are showing up to the polls today, and they're being told you already voted absentee, and they didn't even pull an absentee ballot. That is a scandal. Jim... Thank you so much for listening. I truly appreciate the call. Thank you for your expertise. Enjoy your show. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. We'll be back with the rest of you. We're going to start with Anonymous. I always love when they call Anonymous. He's smart to call Anonymous. 312-642-5600. What are you going to do when the new Gestapo IRS come for you? He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show. I am 560. The answer. AM560, the answer. By all indications, this mafia should be thrown out of power. An open border. Absolutely ridiculous. I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat. It's crazy that, that we're leaving it open. On every issue, the Republican Party wins. I'm just wondering why they're not running on ripping out. So much of the Democrat policies. That's just the only concerning thing I have. Anonymous, Western Suburbs. Hello, Sean. How are you? Splendid. I'm call- I'll give you my first name. I'm Lou from the Western Lou, Suburbs. I was, I was having fun with Anonymous, but now we're no, you're Lou. Now. All right, Lou. That's okay. That's all right. I'll say it. I, I blew it. I guess I'd. Sean, Can I listen say to every anonymity? night. anonymity? Anonymity. Perfect. Go ahead. Okay. I listen every night. You make You make my day. And uh, um, my, I was talking to my best friend, and and that, and he, uh, and he's got to remain anonymous. Him and his wife lived down; they've moved down to Tennessee. All right. And he sent me a picture today, and I should, I should send it. You should, when I hang up, and, and that, I'll give you my number. I, your wife knows a very good friend of mine that I work with, Chubbs. All right. Oh, I love Chubbs. Kidding me? Now, there's a guy that I know for 35 years. I've never seen him not happy. Never. I've never seen a person like this. That's why I got to be in that, because I work with him. Oh, all right. Go ahead. So now you you know where I'm coming from. Thank you very much. And... And uh, yes, and uh, so my, my he sent me a, when they went to vote today in Tennessee, all the signs posted right on at the voting place. Please have your photo ID ready. Please show yeah. your photo ID. He said it was the most pleasant experience in the world. 
Mine too. There were old people in the booth, and you know when you walk in, everybody's happy, and the, the first thing they mm-hmm. say, you pull out your ID. Okay, I got it here. It was so wonderful. And then the, you know yeah. they know that even if they may philosophically disagree with you, they know you're legitimate. It's the first time in my life I felt good about it. So I think everybody should have that experience. And, you know, this is a big indicator. I do not believe the majority of people in Illinois are mafia members. I don't. I agree. I just hope hope that matters. But I also know what kind of scallywags and scoundrels they are. And I also know what what kind of Republicans are in power. Not the good people, but the ones that are in power, the scum that have their mm-hmm. relatives that are lobbyists, the scums like Fioretti, the scum that have their wives with the video games, the pot dispensaries. So that's the problem. And I'm curious to see what happens. I wish everybody the best of luck, but I also know there's better options. There's no reason good people should pay for the mafia. Thank you, Lou. I appreciate it. Sean, yeah. have, please have... Please have her keep my number. Please give me a call because I'm going to be moving out of here, too, real quick. You I'm got sick, it. Lou. I'm going to put you on hold. Honey Bunny, will get, Honey Bunny will get it for me. Thank you very much, Lou. Dave in Orlando. You don't have much time, kid. Hey, buddy. Hi, Sean. Megan Ditto's buddy. Thank hey, you, listen, man. I wanted to let you know and let the Chicago people know that even down in Florida, nobody's taken this election for granted. I showed up at a quarter to seven before the polls opened, and there were 60 people there, and they were not fighting voters, if you know Dave, what I mean. Dave, I'm going to bet you a cigar. Listen to this. You ready? I'm going to bet you a cigar. This is bodacious. That DeSantis wins by in excess of 25 points. You want action? No, no. He's oh, going to kill look at it. That. I love it. That's going to be my favorite one to turn out. And Debbie Wasserman Schultz with the excuses and the crooked teeth. You'd think that this mafia would have better dental. I'll be back in 21.